my name's Gretchen. And I'm Jack. And welcome to Getting Flicky With It, the movie review podcast. Today we'll be, t- we'll be comparing Hulu's documentary, Fire Fraud, and Netflix's documentary, Fire. They both discuss the exclusive high-end festival turned, in- turned internet meme, Fire Festival. Fire Festival was supposed to be a music festival on the same level as Coachella or Burning Man that was on Pablo Escobar's private island in the Bahamas, created by young entrepreneur Billy McFarland with rapper Ja Rule. The festival sold out in 48 hours as they had models like Kendall Jenner and Bella Hadid promoting it, and Blink-182, Kanye West, and Major Lazer were supposed to perform. Things went south very quickly as people began to show up and the festival was wildly unprepared. The food was supposed to be exotic and they were supposed to be sleeping in luxury tents. However, it turned out that the tents were the same ones used for refugees and the food was two slices of bread with sweaty cheese and a cheap salad in a styrofoam container and there were no artists there to perform. People spent tens of thousands of dollars to be there and people were trapped on the island with no way to get home. A cautionary tale about the power social media has to promote things, but it can tear those things down quickly. I remember following this play-by-play on Twitter, seeing pictures of people sleeping on the ground in the rain and the gross food being served. So Netflix's documentary was scheduled to be released on January 18th, and knowing this, Hulu released their own documentary on Fire Festival on January 14th to scoop the story. So I personally watched Hulu's documentary first. What documentary? So I watched Netflix's first. Okay, so do you want to talk about Hulu's documentary? Sure. I personally, I loved it. I thought they had a really creative intro that immediately had me hooked. And I think that the editing was excellent. I think it was really what separated Netflix and Hulu's. Was yeah, it? no, I agree. So I watched the Netflix one first and then watched the Hulu one. And easily within the first five minutes of watching the Hulu one, I think I already was like, this is so much better than the Netflix one. Mm-hmm. I think right off the bat, I noticed, obviously they, they interview different people mm-hmm. um, and Hulu interviewed Billy McFarlane himself while Netflix did not, which I thought was pretty interesting. I know. So um, that interview was controversial because Hulu paid McFarlane $250,000 for the interview. And um, McFarlane asked Netflix to pay him $125,000 for an interview, but Netflix declined because they thought it was unethical to give him money in light of all that he has done, been taking advantage of people. But I think that the interview with Billy was really important to the story. And I really appreciated his perspective because watching Netflix's, it was hard to, I just really wanted to know Billy's side of the story. Yeah. We were hearing all these people talking so badly about Billy. Yeah. Like, what does Billy have to say? Um, also, it's kind of ironic that Netflix said that they wouldn't pay Billy McFarland because of the ethical considerations when um, F. Jerry Media was, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm not going to say that word. Yeah. F. Jerry Media was producing the Netflix documentary and it made Jerry Media not. It made Jerry Media seem like they didn't have a very big role. Yeah, in, yeah. When in actuality they did. Yeah. So that's kind of ironic. Well, so I agree with you with that. I like the fact that Hulu incorporated Billy McFarlane into their story and their documentary, and we got to learn about his upbringing, his um, 
his parents and like his college years and also all of the sort of fake businesses that he had invented even before fire yes, festival like magnesis magnesis and like that weird like google plus oh, like yeah. account which i didn't really understand and then he like <laughs> gave the presentation at his college and like totally bombed it oh right right, uh, right. so i just i like that hulu kind of took a different angle and took the documentary outside of just fire festival mm-hmm. and we it was more kind of on Billy McFarland's life. And I think bottom line, what was what made Hulu better than Netflix is that they had better interviews and better editing. I mean, Netflix and Hulu are basically telling the same story, but Hulu did a better job of it. And I liked that Hulu had interviews from his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was interesting. She was very interesting. I tried to figure her out and I was like, I don't really understand because they're still together. I, I know. Think. And you know what? I was trying to figure out. Everyone was saying, oh, he's a sociopath. He's manipulative. And I was I, I was kind of saying, like, is she actually in love with him or is he manipulating her? That's what I was yeah. thinking as I was watching no, it. I, I think a lot of other too. viewers were, too. Um, and and also, they're still together and he's in and jail. And he's in jail. <laughs> she is a very... I, I applaud her I for know. saying... I mean, well, I don't know if I applaud her. Yeah after what he's done. Um, also, I really liked how they had interviews from the influencers who were blogging it, mm-hmm. like Alyssa Lynch, they had an yeah, interview yeah. with her and that was really interesting. Um, and ultimately, my rating for the Hulu Fire Fraud documentary is a nine out of 10. What is yours? Okay, mine's an eight out of okay, 10. Okay, okay. Um, what made you choose a nine out of 10? Um, I th- thought it was pretty much the perfect documentary, except I think that they used too many cartoon animations and I think that they relied on it as a crutch when they didn't have enough footage. What about you? Okay, no, I liked it a lot um, because I gave Netflix's a three, which I feel like is very low, but um, I think that there was just Hulu altogether, I think did a better job of, of promoting, not promoting, but but telling the whole story mm-hmm. um, and the buildup to the festival and the aftermath of that too. Um, I would have liked to hear more from people that were actually attended the event. Um, yes. Rather than the people that like on the outside, like I would have mm-hmm. liked um, maybe like some more local people like from the Bahamas. Yeah. Were, I think um, Netflix has had that yeah. a lot more. Um yeah, and I would have liked, I think, to hear more of, like, the personal um, side of the stories. Um, maybe, like, maybe include, like, some of Billy's friends, like, from high school or college. Or, yeah, like, that would have been super day interesting. And see, like, is he the same around them than he is around, like, his business partners? I thought yeah, that that's super interesting. interesting. I actually gave Netflix's documentary a 5 out of 10. Okay. So pretty similar. <laughs> I just... I was worried that because I watched Hulu's documentary first, that that would have affected my review. Um, so I'm glad we did yeah, the opposite yeah. way around. Um, but I think Netflix's was kind of slow, and Hulu immediately hooked you in. Mm-hmm. Like, it reeled you in. I was yeah. on the seat of my chair, and I was hanging <laughs> on every word. I was too, yeah. Like, while well, I was watching it, and my parents, like, came in, and... They were like, oh, like this is the new fire festival. Like, mm-hmm. and so then we just all started like watching it together. And it was funny to like see their reaction because they hadn't like witnessed it firsthand. Like they weren't really involved um, when it was going on and they didn't yeah. know about it. 
Um, and I feel like it was, I thought the documentary itself was interesting because it was kind of like an attack on millennials. It was. I actually, and I got I so to frustrated. Kind of talk about this. I got really frustrated because I feel like when something goes wrong, the automatic conclusion of why it happened is millennials. Oh, you know, no, <laughs> millennials aren't buying houses. That's why the market is so bad. No one's, millennials aren't buying diamonds. So that's why diamonds suck right now. So I just, well, I feel like, like it's I such feel, an easy target. Can you come yes. up with something else? No, well, I, I agree. So I've gotten this question a lot, like, oh, well, aren't you a millennial? And no, no, we are not millennials. We are Gen Might Z. I we are Generation Z. Millennials are born between the ages of 1980 to 1995. And that's like a rough, give or take, kind of... <laughs> estimate uh, yeah, of yeah so but anyways people are like oh well but you're millennials no we're not no stop assuming um, i'm a millennial yes, and so i think not that millennials are bad well some of some, them, I, some baby of boomers are, think well, millennials yes, are bad. but i think that even like a lot of like what you're saying like a lot of pressure mm-hmm. is put on millennials and i feel like a lot of guilt is put on them yeah like from older generations mm-hmm, and i, I feel get, like then that's even handed down to our generation too mm-hmm, i get mad when People from older generations say, you know what, millennials, it's your time. You have to solve climate change. You have to fix the planet. And I always think, well, if you wouldn't have messed with it in the first place, this wouldn't be a problem. So you brought me into this earth and yeah, now you're taking this earth away yeah, from me. Yeah, why is it up to me to solve your problem, <laughs> the problems that you created? I just don't understand. Anyways, we got a little sidetracked. So, <laughs> basically, you should watch Hulu's instead of Netflix's. I would say the majority of people probably have watched Netflix's rather than the Hulu one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if you have watched the Netflix one, watch the Hulu one and yeah. kind of compare them. Because um, I think they, they tell very different sides of the story or, like, different backstories, too. Yeah. Um, and I think it's, it's interesting hear, hearing different people's opinions that were involved in the story. I also think that Hulu and Netflix should do more of these like competitions yeah. between the same topic. Mm-hmm. I like that. I do too. So thank you for listening. Once again, my name is Gretchen. And I'm Jack. And this is Getting, Getting Flicky, Flicky With it. it. Getting Flicky With It is produced by Gretchen Rudolph and hosted by Jack Foreman and Gretchen Rudolph. Oh wait. Special thanks to Mary Reckner and all of the Lincoln students that no. we pushed out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no. Let me just no, let me just anyone? <laughs> stop, stop, stop. Let me say it, let me say it.